it's indeed very cold. I thought I will add one layer of cloth which will help me, but still it is cold. In one of the missionary training centers, uh, a particular trainee did not come for the training session. Uh, so the, the trainer uh, went and asked him, checked him why he was not coming. He told him that I got cold. I got cold. I'm having sneezing, so I did not come. So the trainer took him aside and said, look, in a year you get two times cold, but it stays for six months. <laughs> so I say to myself, winter comes once a year, stays for six months, so no complaint. Now today we celebrate the feast of Christ the King. This particular feast is introduced very recently, as Chris said. In 1925, Pope Pius XI introduced this feast in the church calendar. Why did he introduce this particular feast? It's all because the world was going through a tough time, a turbulent time. Secularism was on its rise everywhere. Dictatorship was emerging in Europe and beyond. In the midst of all, respect and reverence of Christ's authority was diminishing. Attendance uh, to the church and church ministry was going down. So the Pope introduced this particular feast to remind the people that Jesus is the king and he is come. He is the king even now. He is the king even now. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the feast of Christ the king. Yes, Jesus said all authority in heaven and on earth is given unto me. Yes, he has all the authority uh, in him. Though nations rise against him, though people are against him, though Satan oppose him, he is the king. He is king as of now and forever. And his kingdom shall grow continually. All his purposes will be accomplished, will be fulfilled. He is indeed the king. But people misunderstand. People have got a um, problem in accepting Jesus as king. Why? Why they have a problem? We term uh, we, we name our child prince or princess. We like the term king. We want our children to be kings and queens. So we go with that term. Uh, when my niece gave birth to a son, they named him Rex. Oh, he's king. So we all want uh, our children to live like kings and queens. Um, 
you know so in every language you would notice the word is prominently used in urdu it is alam and in arabic malik these words are very common uh, it, these names are very common among them why they want these names because these names are associated with power might strength authority wealth luxury and lavishness these things are certainly attached with kings and queens so we want our children also to have such facilities or such provisions and uh, privileges when jesus was brought before pilate one of the accusations they had against jesus is this that jesus claimed himself as a king he claimed himself a king that's one of the accusations pilate was shocked this is recorded in all four gospels pilate looked at jesus and asked this question are you a king he could not accept it he could not understand this are you the king are you a king that's what he asked yes he is the king though he called lion of judah he is the lamb of god king or warriors kings lead battles but this king came as a peacekeeper kings come to rule and exercise power but jesus came as a servant and he washed the feet of his disciples kings um, they thought jesus would redeem them jesus would uh, release them from the bondage of roman rule but jesus came submitted himself to roman rule exactly the opposite now that question comes how can we call him the king what is special about this king what is what are the uniqueness that we see in king in this king and uh, what did he do why we cannot afford to miss this king how is this king relevant for us today these are all the questions that i want to address with the reading that we had from the gospel yes jesus is a different king there are three things that i want to bring in our meditation this morning he is indeed king of one kind only one kind no one is like him now the first thing that i want to bring about this king is he is a suffering king he is a suffering king he participates in our struggles in our sorrows in our pain in our suffering and also 
in our difficulties he is a suffering king which the world is not able to understand in our gospel portion today three times it was said save yourself jesus save yourself first the people the crowd who were there they said jesus save yourself uh, in, in fact it's it's going like this he saved others let him save himself that's what the crowd said the soldiers who hammered him on the cross they said if you are the king of the jews save yourself one of the criminals we don't know who was the one the right one or the left one he looked at jesus and said save yourself and us three group of people they said save yourself the question comes to us does he need to save himself does he need to save himself no no not at all he is king if he wanted to save himself thousands of heavenly uh, host would have uh, stopped him he would have been he, he would have not volunteered he would have not gone to uh, kolkata no he doesn't need to save himself in fact he volunteered himself to go to the cross he volunteered he volunteered he took that path for us why did he do because he did it exclusively for all of us not for him he did it for all of us when you look at jesus birth he was born in a difficult place he was born in bethlehem the political situation was not at all good at that time do you allow your child or grandchild to be born in syria now will you allow your child to be born in iraq jesus took that step to come to a difficult part of the world jesus came to this world as a helpless baby somebody has to change his diaper he was vulnerable why so that he can be one among us he can be part of us jesus took the baptism there was no need for him to take baptism at all but he took voluntarily the baptism to identify with us to stand on our side i am one among you i am part of you jesus wept one of the shortest verses in the bible jesus wept why did he weep there was no need for him to weep at all he wept over the death of lazarus in a couple of minutes he is going to raise him from the dead but he wept to participate with the pain of the people and jesus was crucified why he was crucified to take the full measure of suffering on himself to take the full suffering full human suffering 
on himself. It was so severe. The entire evil was in its force on Jesus. It was so severe that Jesus cried out and said, my Lord, my God, my God, why you have forsaken me? He did all that not to save himself, but to save us. Save yourself is not the right term at all. Save us, Lord Jesus. You have done this exclusively for us. So he is a suffering king, which is being misunderstood. He is a suffering king. When, I, when we were missionaries in 1986-87 in one of the states in India uh, called Gujarat, um, we were the pioneers and we went village after village preaching the gospel. Many people responded and we baptized many people. So church uh, was established. In fact, many churches were planted. Two questions, two challenges we faced at that time, a long time ago. One of the challenges is that before they became Christians, whenever they greeted people, they used their previous God's name and they greeted. They will say their previous God's name twice and they greet you. Now they became Christians. Can we allow them to greet the way they greeted earlier? Even when they meet with us, uh, they use the same. So what alternate we should give? One challenge. The other challenge was they had idle pictures in their houses. Now they removed all those pictures. Which other picture we are going to replace? Two challenges. And of course, for greeting, we said J issue. J issue means hail Jesus, praise to Jesus. That's what we said. Some of them followed. For the picture, we gave, we had the option. We had the option of giving Jesus with crown on his head. We had the option of giving Jesus picture, but we gave them crucified Jesus. We gave them a cross with Jesus on it. It's a beautiful picture. Still, it is there in my uh, um, memory. I wish we had camera at that time to keep that. The crucified Jesus and at the foot, an Indian woman with sari was sitting. Why did we give the crucifix or crucified Jesus? It is all because to remind our people that Jesus is with you in your struggle. He is a suffering king. He's not far away from us. He is with us, suffering along with you. If you are going through difficulties, if you are going through a tough time, if suffering is part and parcel of your life, remember, Jesus is not away from you. He is with you as suffering uh, with you, suffering with you. In Jesus, we have this tension, which we all have to recognize. Yes, he's fully sovereign and yet fully servant. 
fully of the realm of God, yet fully with us on this earth. Fully already accomplished, yet fully not completed. He is fully victorious and yet fully in the battle with evil. He is fully God, fully divine, and he is fully human, fully man. We need to understand and recognize this particular uh, um, tension to understand our Lord, our King. Secondly, the King who forgives our sins. In our Gospel reading, Luke records two sayings of our Lord Jesus from the cross. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Forgive, forgive them. Who are they? The Jews? The Jewish leaders? Roman authorities? Pilate? The soldiers who hammered him on the cross? Who are they? Should we, say, should we say that we do not need this prayer? Should we say this? Should we say that we do everything correctly, justly, perfectly, that we don't need forgiveness at all? We don't need Jesus to say this prayer? Should we say that? No, not at all, not at all. I need this prayer. We all need this prayer. We need Jesus to say this prayer for us. Forgive them. Forgive us. Uh, forgive, forgive these, your people. You know, when Jesus said this prayer, these people, or we, who have not asked forgiveness. When Jesus was on the cross, nobody asked him forgiveness. Nobody repented of the crimes that they have committed. And even they did not know the meaning of forgiveness. But Jesus is willing to forgive. What a great king. More than willing to embrace us. More than willing to forgive us. We never asked many blessings but he's still showering those blessings we never asked forgiveness but he is willing to forgive us some of us are alcoholics yet some of us are work alcoholics some of us ignore our children some of us overprotect our children some of us do not do our job some of us overdo their jobs. Some of us spend more time on relaxation and some of us do not think about rest at all. Either you do this way or you do other way. We are not doing the right thing. We are wrong. We need forgiveness and Jesus is offering forgiveness. Jesus is willing to forgive us. If you read gospel, gospels, all four gospels, the gospel writers want us to say at least five things about Jesus. At least five things. Number one, 
he has power over sickness and diseases he has power over nature he can walk on the water he can scold the storm and the wind and they obey he has power over satan he has power over death in his presence death cannot hold a person and finally which is very important he has power to forgive our sins jesus alone has got the power to forgive our sins gospel writers very beautifully brought that to us billy graham said 75% of patients in the hospitals can go home if they know they can be forgiven forgiveness is the key and jesus is offering he alone can give us he is certainly the unique king thirdly the king who grants eternal life the king who grants life in abundance and eternal life he gives abundant life and eternal life now one of the these looked at jesus and said jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom nobody recognized jesus as king so far the crowd did not recognize the soldiers did not recognize even one of the criminals did not recognize but all of a sudden this criminal recognized something unique about jesus and he said in your kingdom remember me now majority may not recognize him as jesus but at least a minority recognize jesus as the king i'm not saying that majority are not going to accept jesus as king i'm not saying that we want to see that all of them want to know jesus we want all the people in this world recognize jesus as king but let's remember a minority is certainly there remembering jesus as the king and jesus very beautifully said today you will be in my in, in in paradise this man was a criminal he did not do any any good any charitable works he was not a help to anyone nobody wanted him no way he is going to help people this is his last are nobody in no way he is going to prove that he is worthy of the forgiveness he received from god it's a lost hour but jesus is willing to forgive and embrace him it is all because he recognized jesus as the king nothing else i see you as the king will you remember me and he was taken into his kingdom what a beautiful king we have nothing of my 
ability is going to make me the member of his kingdom. But because he is king, I am going to be part of his kingdom. I do not know how long this criminal, forgiven criminal, was alive on the cross. But the rest of the suffering was life full of abundance. Life in abundance. That's what Jesus is offering to us. Come to me. I will give you rest. Jesus has come so that they, we may have life, life in abundance. Not only here, here on this earth, and we are going to have eternal life. So Jesus has come to give us eternal life. Now, three things we looked at uh, uh, from this passage. He is a suffering king. He is with us. He, Jesus is the one who forgives our sins. We don't need to carry our guilt. We don't need to carry our sins. He is willing to forgive us. And he is the one who is giving us life in abundance and also eternal life. Robert Bruce was the king of Scotland. But he was thrown out of his throne and he was fleeing from English troops. So he was, you know this history, uh, you know the history better than me. Now, as he was fleeing, he came to a house and knocked at the door. A woman opened the door and he looked at the woman and said, give me uh, you know, uh, a place uh, for me to stay tonight. She looked at him and said, who are you? Who are you? Robert Bruce said, I am a stranger and a traveler. I need a place to stay tonight. The woman looked at him and said, all strangers and travelers are welcome to my home because of one. The king was uh, curious, who is that one? Uh, the lady looked at him and said, King Robert Bruce. King Robert Bruce and therefore uh, because of him, uh, all strangers are allowed in my home. Now, after six years, he declared uh, independence of Scotland and he became the king. The interesting thing from this lady's statement is she has kept Robert Bruce as her rightful king, though he was not on the throne. Who is enthroned in your life? Jesus is the king yesterday, today, and forever. If he is enthroned in our lives, we will have life in abundance. May the dear Lord bless us all. Amen.